Hello and welcome to New Wave Global and I'm back with another uh, video and today I want to talk about a momentous event in India uh, whereby a huge temple, uh, Ayodhya Ram Temple is being inaugurated at the end of this month and uh, what are the implications for India's uh, secular identity, for its minority, the largest minority Muslim community, etc. As we eagerly approach uh, the January 22, uh, 2024 inauguration of the Ram Temple in Ayodhya, which is uh, situated in uh, the UP uh, state of India, uh, the country finds itself at a critical juncture where history, religion, and politics are converging with palpable intensity. Picture this impending event as a snapshot of the nation's intricate political journey, weaving together the visions of leaders past and present, the fervor of religious sentiments, and the enduring impact of divisive politics. But still, amid the grand spectacle and rising excitement, it's crucial to dig into the details of what this occasion means for India, and in particular, Indian Muslims, whose historical and cultural ties to Ayodhya have been quite a roller coaster ride thanks to the tumultuous events that have unfolded in the recent decades. Now, remember India's founding father Nehru's optimistic idea around temples of modern India. That was a quote from his one of his writings and speeches. That very vision painted a picture of progress, inclusivity, uh, scientific development, and the well-being of a diverse populace. However, fast forward through the decades and we witness a seismic shift in political dynamics marked by the unrelenting rise of a particularistic nationalism or some also call it the hindu nationalism which is now which has gripped india's political imagination its electoral uh, reality and perhaps its future direction as well in the 1980s a time when Indian politics decided to, you know, was undergoing this, this massive transformation. Uh, events like the Shah Banu case, which was about a Muslim woman's uh, uh, place in its legal and judicial system, and the implementation of the Mandal Commission, uh, which was about the equality of, of various castes, it set the stage for uh, a transformative uh, uh, sort of moment in Indian uh, recent Indian history. And then, of course, enter the Bharatiya Janata Party, BJP, which rules the country, the prodigy of a vast uh, uh, network, uh, which is uh, known as the RSS. It emerged as a political force, a formidable uh, political force, advocating for the construction of Ram Temple at the site in Ayodhya, where a mosque uh, called the Babri Masjid, uh, uh, said to have been raised uh, during uh, the first Mughal Emperor Babur, or at least named after him, uh, during his reign in the 16th century. 
uh, and it became a non-negotiable agenda for communal politics. Now, of course, um, this case went to the courts and uh, they, uh, you know, gave different verdicts on it. Ultimately, uh, you know, uh, in recent years, uh, the courts also acquiesced. And uh, but going back to the 1980s, that whole movement culminated in the ruthless demolition of the Babri Mosque in 1992. Some of us, you know, who were here in this world witnessed that through our TV screens and read about it. And it wasn't just a, a event of demolition of a small Mughal or medieval monument. It was also a shockwave that reverberated across the Indian nation. For the Muslim community, it wasn't just the desecration of a historic mosque. It also unleashed widespread communal tensions and violence, followed by a legal uh, battle that only added to its complexity and its political uh, place. And um, in the subsequent decades uh, after the uh, early 90s, BJP's electoral manifestos uh, constantly uh, promised the construction of the Ram Temple. Uh, so obviously, a lot of people in India, not just Muslims, but also non-Muslims, said that, you know, this is going to uh, create a running surge in communal tensions. And then, of course, uh, that did happen. You know, it is a very, very uh, exclusive agenda of the BJP. You know, <clears throat> that's the choice of Indian voters and Indian society, what path they want to follow. But given India's diversity and its historical trajectory uh, and this rise of majoritarianism has been uh, debated and many in India have warned against a sort of an unchecked rise in these uh, uh, sentiments where uh, religious identity is used for political agenda. And then in recent years, the abrogation of Article 370 that pertained to uh, the uh, state of Jammu and Kashmir, whereby its special status was dissolved and it was virtually uh, integrated or annexed to India and turned into a union territory instead of uh, even having a state, separate state status. And then in 2019, a Contentious Citizenship Amendment Act was brought in where uh, the Muslim migrants from neighboring countries, mostly Bangladesh and to some degree Myanmar, uh, you know, their immigration into India uh, was checked and their citizenship was, I mean, it was a block uh, against that. And obviously this deepened uh, the Muslim community's fears and has, uh, I mean, these events have pushed it uh, to the sidelines of political discourse and national reality. And here we are in 2024, at the start of uh, 2024, hurtling towards the completion of the Grand Ram Temple. And it's not just a construction project, as I said earlier, it's become a symbol of, of colossal significance of the sort of reassertion of Hindu identity, of the win of Hindutva, uh, politics and cultural uh, supremacist uh, discourse, and then the mobilization around 
this temple both within India and among the diaspora uh, also are important to note uh, because you know it this this temple has become a site of this uh, uh, the imagined uh, you know a thousand years subjugation of the Hindu community by Muslim invaders. Now, part of it, it's, it is true, one cannot deny that, that Muslims came as invaders. And part of it's not true because a lot of invaders, quote unquote, later on became Indians, like the Mughal dynasty, for example, where after the first or the second, I mean, em Emperor, after Akbar's, um, uh, Emperor Akbar the Great, his children were half Hindu, half Muslim, and so on. You know, it became a very Indian dynasty, you know, of course, with Muslim identity. But now we have seen that the Mughals are not being, I mean, are being gradually erased from Indian textbooks, their memory, their monuments, etc., is being very uh, deliberately uh, managed or erased uh, so that uh, they become footnotes, you know, bad, violent footnotes in the larger history of shining India. And, uh, <clears throat> but of course, the Muslim community, which is the largest minority group in India, is now beleaguered. You know, with the creation of Pakistan, that was another big, a big event in 1947, with Pakistan becoming a state for Muslim, Indian Muslims, and then Pakistan espousing the in the uh, Islamic Islamo-nationalist identity. It has, you know, this what is happening in India is a kind of a mirror image, uh, though belated of what has already happened in Pakistan. Of course, some Indian friends would disagree, but that is how I look at it. Now, the Ram Temple's uh, uh, inauguration is going to be a, a bit of a tightrope because uh, the acknowledgement of figures from the Babri Masjid demolition era and uh, about inclusion, who would be there, who would not be there, who takes the credit, and uh, <clears throat> what it what it will do it will solidify the polarization, the communal polarization, adding to the anxieties of the Muslim community about their place in India and about their sort of, you know, uh, future as well. And um, this gap uh, between the original founding vision, the Nehruvian India and the current India is actually growing, uh, where you know, growing in a very stark manner. Of course, you know, countries go through these phases and India is currently going through that, uh, its identification, uh, uh, both national and cultural and political, is now a uh, heading in a new direction. And uh, the Muslims want for part of this integral part of a pluralistic nation uh, are now most likely uh, likely to be destined to be perhaps in the at least in the near future or in years to come be a marginal community and uh, and obviously if you think of uh, modern india uh, you cannot really remove muslims from that you know they have all these contributions even in the independence movement and post independent uh, independence india and its nation building efforts you know figures like Malana abul kalam azad and many others 
uh, stand out for their for their integral integral position in the imagining of modern India. But you know that is a subject which is a you know uh, subject uh, subject which is being uh, being uh, explored and debated uh, rather uh, you know uh, fiercely at times within India and abroad. And I think that is something that the Indian intellectuals and inter intelligentsia will have to uh, sort of uh, uh, grapple with. Uh, how do they uh, make sense of what is happening and what lies ahead? So I think the uh, the important uh, issue here is that, you know, building of temples and mosques, I mean, these are symbols and these are uh, religious symbols important to many communities in South Asia, of course, but they cannot they should not become the basis of divisiveness. Religion in our South Asian region has divided people, has been a source of violence, continues to breed violence and, and otherness. And it is now for the political leaders of India, especially uh, the uh, regional parties and even the Indian National Congress, though it has been reduced uh, in its influence and its um, power in recent years and civil society to engage in a, in a dialogue and foster an environment whereby the essential principles of Indian constitution and Indian ethos of inclusivity and religious uh, harmony, which has existed for eight, nine hundred years, you know, on, I mean, the partition violence aside and maybe some sporadic events in the medieval past uh, is now greatly i mean these these values are greatly challenged and um, you know would india go back to the vision of its founding fathers or is india going to find a new vision for itself i think the inauguration of ram temple is uh, going to sort of show us uh, where things are headed and it is definitely a landmark in my view. And obviously, I'm nobody to condemn it or approve of it. Uh, it is, uh, of course, something that is very dear to many Indians within India and abroad. But it definitely uh, is a marker in uh, India's contemporary cultural and political identity. I will speak more about it in days and weeks to come. For now, thank you for watching this video. If you like it, please do share it and feel free to uh, subscribe and do give your comments if you don't agree with what I said or want me to um, correct my own understanding of contemporary India.